Welcome to Unbound, a show where we talk about how to break free and live authentically. I'm your host and integrative healer, Crystal Lynn, and I help women to make their lives their medicine through integrative nutrition, emotional healing, and spiritual connection. If you're ready to break free of the chains that are holding you back, heal your pain, up-level your mindset, and become the best version of yourself, body, mind, and spirit, then stick around. I'm so grateful that you're here. What's up, you guys? We're back with another episode of Unbound, and today we are getting personal. <laughs> so about a week ago, I put out a poll on my Instagram feed asking what you guys wanted to hear most about, and you guys chose the topic of how I went from the worst I've ever been to the best I've ever been in six short months. And disclaimer, two disclaimers actually. First disclaimer is that I'm still on my journey to becoming the best that I've ever been because we are always on a journey to the next level and there's always future goals and future dreams and purposes that we are meant to walk towards, but it doesn't have to stop you from celebrating your progress and your um, joy in the moment. So that's my first disclaimer (laughs) is I'm still on the journey. My second disclaimer is that um, the six months was my healing journey but this story really starts about a year ago and so i'm going to walk you through that timeline today and tell you about how i went from being sick depressed tired broke and brokenhearted and faith completely tanked to healthy happy confident living my dream earning money and thriving and the number one thing that changed this was not necessarily circumstances, although circumstances were a side effect of what really changed within me. And the number one thing that changed was my willingness to do the work within myself, heal my pain, heal my trauma, and step into confidence and step into my purpose and throw away limiting belief and start to dream again and invest in myself to do the work. So if you're curious about how I went from the worst I've ever been to the best I've ever been, keep listening. So let's rewind to June 2020. Early June 2020, things were amazing. I was, well, I wouldn't say amazing, but they were going great. They were going good. I was in a thriving relationship at the time, and I um, was working my dream nine to five, and I had big plans to move in 2021 out of state down to a warmer climate, (laughs) and I, I just basically had a plan. And then that plan fell apart. (laughs) The plan fell apart and um, my relationship ended and so did the plan that I had in my head. And I, um, you know, I have this pattern in the past of actually repressing emotions from any sort of traumatic thing. And, um, you know, sometimes it, you know, I, I know some people might be listening to this and be like, come on, like everybody gets their heart broken. But Heartbreak is a trauma and um, change can be traumatic. So, you know, if you are somebody who has struggled to recover from those types of things, I definitely just want to say that I hear you and I see you in that. 
even when it is your choice to step away from something or to make the change, the repercussion and the emotional process afterwards is really important. And I just don't, I don't want anybody to feel shameful about that or embarrassed or like their feelings don't matter. So um, I definitely see you in that and I hear you. So I, I have the plan shattered, but I'm not really like, you know, processing everything. I mean, I was a mess for a few days, maybe a week or so, but in the past I had this pattern of repressing everything and then it kind of comes out full force like a couple of months later. And so this happened with my very first serious relationship where I broke things off with this person and I did pretty well for a couple of months. And then, you know, I think I broke up with that person in the summertime. And then by the fall, I was really struggling with an eating disorder and ultimately that eating disorder stemmed out of shame and um, feeling very guilty for the pain that I had caused both this person and myself as well as some comparison issues and just circumstances at the time I was a dance major in college if you listen to my podcast about my eating disorder then you will know a little bit more about my story but anyways that trauma really didn't hit until afterwards which is Pretty much what happened with With this this breakup breakup as well. I did pretty good for a few months and I was like, okay, I actually decided in July that I was going to quit this nine to five job because I was going to start trying to invest in my health coaching business full time, which had been up and running for about a year and a half, but really had not you know, kind of launched yet. <laughs> Didn't hit his launch, its launch pad yet. And I loved this nine to five. I loved the place that I worked, but I wasn't fully happy or fulfilled because I knew that my purpose was different and I needed to um, just shift gears and step into my calling. And that was a, t- a hard decision because I basically was working like what would have been my dream nine to five. You know, I was <laughs> I was working in a functional medicine office with an amazing staff and an awesome boss and some of the smartest doctors that I have ever met. And I consider the smartest doctors in <laughs> my knowledge. I just trust them wholeheartedly and I love them. Um, but it wasn't my calling and I needed to step into that, otherwise I was never going to be fulfilled. And at this time too, for those of you who are just maybe popping in and listening, I also have Hashimoto's thyroiditis and celiac disease. And so with that autoimmune component, working nine to five without thriving in my health was really difficult for me. And my position was pretty like active on my feet and uh, I was just struggling a lot. So I decided, you know what, I need a lifestyle change. Uh, I had enough money to to kind of get me through the summer and I quit <laughs> and I got two clients initially. I had two and I started coaching them and I was doing basically just nutrition and supplementation and a little bit of mindset work but wasn't doing the uh, heavy emotional and mindset work and trauma healing that I'm doing now. I was just kind of dipping my toe in the water with it because I had boxed myself in as a health coach and that was what health coaches did was just the diet and supplementation and you know I just kind of stuck with that. So now we're in like July and we're in August and my emotional state is still pretty good but I'm starting to get really sick with um, my autoimmune condition. The stress and the repressed trauma is just building and bubbling up and the body keeps the score. (laughs) It really does. So if you are feeling 
not not well there's probably something underneath of that going on whether it's physiological or it's emotional and for me that bubble up of just being at an all-time low physically was me stuffing those emotions down if you stuff and you swallow your emotions they have to come out somehow they have to be regurgitated whether that is through the physical or the emotional or the spiritual like it has to be processed in order for you to move past it so you know i'm i'm experiencing the symptoms that come along with hashimoto's and um along with that hypothyroid weight started to creep up now that is a difficult thing with, uh, you know, somebody coming from the a past of healing an eating disorder. Anytime you know weight gain is present, that's definitely a, a little test for you to really uh, embrace body confidence and not resort back to feelings of restriction um, or you know just disordered eating tendencies or even just self loathing in general. So. You know, I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm, it's almost like when you see that the pot's about to boil, but you can't like turn the heat down fast enough. It was like me like trying to turn the heat down fast enough the whole time. And ultimately it had to bubble up <laughs> and October, it bubbled up for me. The emotions caught up with me and it was the beginning of uh, the first time I've experienced true depression. And I had been kind of like an anxiety-ridden person for the majority of my life. I don't really struggle with that anymore, but I used to have panic disorder and generalized anxiety disorder in high school. So, you know, anxiety was a, was a thing and, and there was depressed feelings that came along with that, but I was never the type of person that woke up sad for no reason or felt completely hopeless or didn't see a way out of my emotional state and during this time I definitely started to feel that not super bad at first but you know it was the beginning of me processing this trauma from June and I started to feel confused and regretful and angry at myself angry at God and things were just not going super well for me emotionally and, you know, at that time, too, I had been working part-time at the dance studio and homeschooling a seven-year-old. So I had a ton of different streams of income coming in, but nothing was sticking. Like, I, one of my clients had finished up, so I had one client. <clears throat> and I was kind of starting to freak out. I was like, okay, if this doesn't pick up soon, like, I'm going to be... I'm going to be screwed. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do financially. Um, you know, and even though I was still living at home at that time, I, I had bills to pay, I have a car, I have car insurance, I have business expenses. Like, there are things that I need to pay for. And aside from that, I was paying for functional medicine care, which, you know, obviously isn't covered by insurance and can be pretty costly, although very, very worth it. Um, so that is something like my health is my top priority and I will never skimp out on investing in my health, whether it be physical, emotional, or spiritual. That's just something that I hold as a really high value and will never skimp out on. So, you know, I'm spending money on that and I'm running out and like, oh gosh, things are, <laughs> this is not going to be good. And my weight is up my weight is going it keeps going up <laughs> keeps going up and I'm trying everything in my power that I know how to do I'm exercising I'm teaching dance I'm moving my body every day and I'm you know eating really healthy I'm eating what I know you know how to do for 
for my thyroid and just nothing is working. And I felt like such a hypocrite because I'm claiming to be able to help other people. And meanwhile, I'm just completely tanking myself physically and emotionally and spiritually. I'm just, I have never experienced that type of anger before as we come into November. <laughs> November, I have zero clients because the other one finished up. I am horribly depressed. I am uber angry and I'm still running out of money. <laughs> and um, something that I forgot to mention earlier was in June, uh, or not June, in July, the, the week that I quit my nine to five. So it was, it, this all happened within like a two or three week period. I experienced this breakup. I quit my job. And then my parents told me that we were moving and okay, we're just going to like, we're just going to start first. It was like, we're just going to start looking. And if you live in, I feel like anywhere, <laughs> anywhere the market is hot and you know how quickly houses come and go. And three days later they bought a new house and I was like, Oh, okay. Um, this is a lot of change happening. This is a lot, a lot of change. So, you know, that was, that was a lot to navigate. And at the end of November, we ended up making that move. And, um, at that time I had found a program for women, a group coaching program for women that I said, you know what? I, I need to invest in myself. I don't have a lot of money right now, but I need help. <laughs> I need help. I don't know if I should you know, see a therapist or do coaching. And I was on Facebook and this ad popped up for a program and I just felt really connected to the coaches and I just signed up, um, had a couple of calls with the, the main kind of coach that comes through and she assists and I felt aligned and I just did it. And that I think was my, my, my life vest at that time. I think that kept me afloat with my faith, with my emotion, just glimmers of hope. But, you know, the tip of the iceberg there and stirring things up emotionally got pretty confusing because I wasn't able to go deep enough within this program. It was a group coaching program and I really needed that one-on-one -on -one connection and for somebody to tell me the truth for somebody to like challenge me super hard and push me out of my comfort zone so that I could take a mirror and see the mess that I was in for myself. And I, I wasn't receiving that from this program, but it did help me to start to grow, start to reconnect with God a little bit. And, um, was the beginning of me mending and healing the anger that I had towards God for allowing all of these things to happen and then December hit <laughs> and December just was rock bottom, seriously rock bottom. And, you know, in the month of December, my credit cards had maxed out. My car insurance got shut off because my credit card was maxed out and I had no money. And, um, my energy was totally tanked. I was napping every day. I felt like I was getting the flu every day. Cause when you have a Hashimoto's flare, that's what it feels like. I was in the deepest of depression to the point where I, I couldn't even hear anybody else around me. Like nothing mattered. Nothing mattered that anyone would say to me. Um, I, I wanted to be listened to, but I wasn't ready to be helped. And I, I didn't understand that before I went through that. And I wouldn't expect anybody who hasn't been through that 
to understand that. But if you are somebody who has gone through that or is going through that right now, I just want you to know that I resonate with you and I can empathize with you and understand that now. And, you know, it was kind of this moment for me of like, what, like, what did I do to deserve this almost? Because, I, you know, I'm a firm believer that God allows things to happen to us, but he doesn't cause things to happen to us. Like he doesn't want those bad, bad things, things to happen, happen but, but he allows them sometimes for us to learn a lesson. And at that point I was like, God, like <laughs> I get the lesson. Like I'm here for the lesson. I want to learn the lesson, but did you have to do all of those things? Like, does this keep, does all this have to keep happening? Like just, I felt like I was just getting sucker punched every time I would try to come up for air. I was just getting plunged back down into the water and I also was at my highest weight at that point. So, you know, my, my healthy body weight before any type of health issue or, um, you know, eating disorder was around 130. And um, after I had done some healing for my eating disorder, I was around like 120, 122, which was a little thin for me. But, you know, I was still exercising a lot because I was in school for dance and all of these things. And so now I was 164 <laughs> and that is, you know, about 34 pounds over my healthy weight before all of this started for me. So, you know, that was really uncomfortable for me, not only mentally, but also physically. Like if you have experienced gaining a, a significant amount of weight above where your healthy set point is then you know the uncomfortability of being at that weight like it's harder to move your energy's down you feel winded easily because your body is just feeling like puppy it's not that's not your your standard you know normal like that's not normal for your body and that's not to say that you're not beautiful or you don't have value at a bigger size that's not what i'm saying at all but for me I knew I had value, but I felt horrible because I just didn't have any energy. I felt like I was super inflamed because I was. I was having horrible GI issues and all, everything was just a mess. <laughs> so, you know, I have all of these things going on and ultimately this led me to like the breakdown moment, the moment where like everything just came crashing down. And I remember I had applied to my, my kind of go-to was like, okay, I just have to get out of here. Like I'll, I'll just go because my, my family had been kind of like toying around with the idea of moving in the spring. And for me, like I, I just couldn't wrap my head around. Like, I feel like my life's on hold enough. My plan got shattered. I have to like escape this pain. And my escape was to move ahead of time and just to go um, to South Carolina, which is where we had planned to move, um, ahead of time. So I found a job in my field and it wasn't like my dream job, but it was pretty cool. I was excited about it and I was like, okay, like I'm just going to do this. And it seemed like it was going to work out. They were offering me a level up in position than the one I even applied for. I was like, okay, this seems like it's supposed to be happening and it was going to happen really fast. And it was like that little boost. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? Clearly, I need to do something other than build my business right now because I have zero clients and I'll just build my business while I work this job when I move down there. 
So that ends up falling through. <laughs> it just was not the best um, situation for me. I was like, okay, I don't know if this is gonna, you know, afford me to live on my own. I don't really know if this is the best scenario. So that ends up falling through. And when that fell through, I just felt completely hopeless. I was like, I have just no idea what to do. <laughs> and I remember one night just completely breaking down and crying in my kitchen. I was such a mess and it was like 11 30 at night and I am like full-blown breakdown meltdown in the kitchen like that hyperventilating ugly cry and both of my parents are standing there and I, <laughs> they were just like oh like I feel like they were probably thinking what on earth do we do with this girl but <laughs> my dad had said something to me that really gave me permission to like pause and just do what I needed to do um, and he said, you know, like you can, you don't have to put your life on pause until we figure out like when we're moving, you can just start like now, like you can do something here, apply for a job here. Cause I, my, my fear was, I don't want to start something here and then leave. That's going to be too painful. I felt like I had already had so much loss in that year that I just couldn't handle one more thing being what I perceived as taken away from me. So I didn't want to invest in myself here and invest in my business here and plant down roots in New Jersey when I knew that I might be heading off to a different state in a few short months. But at the same time, it, I wasn't in a financial position to move on my own right then. And I also, you know, didn't really want to go <laughs> right, right away. I didn't really want to go then. So that night when he gave me the permission to just stay, if I need to, needed to stay forever, and, or go, that's when I really settled in and started to listen to my intuition a little bit more. Now, I just want to like also disclaim that my parents did not, they were not forcing me to move. They were not saying you have to come with us. None of that. But I grew up in a really tight knit household and that um, closeness, I kind of processed into being codependent on them, on my brother and different relationships, which obviously closeness is not a bad thing. Like I would not trade the closeness I have with my family for the world, but the, um, you know, codependent part of that, I really had to take a strong look at, but that wouldn't happen for a few months later. So from that moment, that breakdown moment and feeling like, whoa, actually there's, no reason to stop <laughs> living my life right now and do what I want to do because this might happen in the next few months. And um, one of my favorite quotes is, there's no reason to not listen to the music just because the song ends. And I think that that is so true and so relevant. There's no reason not to enjoy something just because it might end eventually. And in that moment, I remember getting on, I got on Indeed at like 1230 in the morning and I applied to a health coaching position in a local functional medicine office that needed an assistant to start to create some programs. So I, I applied. The next morning I woke up. I was on my way to my favorite little local spot to get a cup of coffee and I was like, all right, well, you know what? Maybe I'll just apply here because 
I need money right now. I don't know what else to do. There's not another option. So I'm pulling in to get my coffee and my phone rings and it is the integrative doctor that I had applied for the night before. So I got a job working with her for a little bit and I decided that I was going to start teaching yoga again and I was going to bring my master's thesis research to life, which was somatic movement that I had come up with um, this workshop that I was just kind of waiting to release, I guess. I don't know what was really stopping me aside. Well, I do know. It was fear. I was afraid that nobody would show up. I was afraid that it was weird, that nobody would accept it. And I, I knew that it had to be shared, but I hadn't been ready to share it. And I also didn't want to start to build that community and then potentially walk away. So I started my classes. I started this workshop and the classes. I never had a no-show to my yoga classes when I started to launch them. And the workshop was sold out by the second time I ran it. So it was a really big moment of realization to me that when I actually chose to commit my energy and my time to being in the present moment that things would unravel and things would stick because I had tried to launch things before and it didn't work out so well and I was just always afraid that, that would keep happening again I was afraid of disappointment so you know things started to look up a little bit in you know my my passions my work I was starting to save more money and um, you know, I was, I was trying to look, look up, <laughs> look up at that point from depression and get my life back. So in January, here's where all the fun stuff happens. <laughs> I got in touch with a functional medicine practitioner again, and I started working with her and I was like, okay, I'm going to get First things first, like I need to physically feel really good again, and I don't. So I was looking for my Cinderella protocol, which she started to help me find, and I I got that on track. And it was it was this release and this relief of like, oh my gosh, I don't have to fix everything by myself. And so if you've got a lot of things going on in your world, that's like the number one thing I would do is like, where can you delegate responsibility in a part of your life to somebody else? And for the six months prior to that, I had been trying to fix my thyroid issue on my own and I was putting so much pressure on myself and beating myself over the head that I just wasn't fixing anything. And while I was doing all the right things, just that delegation of, of you know, seeing a doctor and mentally delegating her the responsibility of caring for me was what I needed to do at that time. And I had been doing all the right things, but sometimes when you have Hashimoto's, your body doesn't really respond to um, you know, a natural healing path as quickly as I needed it to, at least. I was really, really, really energetically depleted. I felt like I was getting the flu. All of that was not happening. And so I caved in and did something that I very much didn't want to do which is take thyroid medication. So I had been avoiding avoiding that for two years since I had gotten diagnosed. And I even kind of feel funny about sharing that with you guys 
But I think that it's important to be transparent and also to say that if you need to take medication for a health issue, there's no shame. I completely understand where you're coming from. And as much as I absolutely love to do everything else as naturally as I possibly can, I hit a wall. And I tried everything else first. <laughs> I tried everything else first and I was doing all of the right things in my lifestyle, in my nutrition, in my supplementation. I was right on the mark and my thyroid just needed that extra boost. So I had previously done some research about the most natural way to um, sub in thyroid hormone, which is thyroid hormone replacement therapy. So pure T3 and T4 therapies. And my doctor was so awesome about doing this with me right alongside of me from a functional perspective and just saying, hey, like we can really now cater the dosage of these hormones to what you need. And when you do end up healing more, you know, and you you give this natural lifestyle longer ways to go, you might not have to be on it forever. And then we can pull back the hormones if we need to. And that felt really aligned for me because it gave me some relief from the misery I was in at that moment. I, I couldn't keep watching the scale go up. I couldn't keep taking a nap for two hours every day. I couldn't keep the depression going. I could not, I just couldn't keep it up. My hair had started to fall out again. I was just a mess and I couldn't keep up that, that lifestyle if I was going to move anywhere else in my life. Like I needed that piece. I needed to feel good in order to feel empowered to do anything. So around that same time, I got back in contact with a business coach that I had connected with probably about a year prior through my friend Lauren, another fellow coach and an amazing human being. And she sent me over this free challenge that this coach was running. And I was like, okay, I am broke, but I can do a free challenge. <laughs> and I joined the free challenge and it changed my life. It completely changed my life. It was a free 10 day challenge. And by day three, I knew that I was meant to work with this coach. I knew that I was fully aligned with his process. And not only was he a business coach, but he was a life coach. And his business mission is to change the world by first changing yourself. And I needed to change myself in order to even have the potential to serve any clients. So um, also by the end of December, I had picked up two more clients and started working with them and it was going really well and I felt great about that. So I was excited, things were picking up as soon as I had committed to staying put for, for a little bit. So I do this challenge and day three hits and he roasts me with the truth about why my business isn't growing and takes a really truthful mirror to me and shows me all of the ways that I am self-sabotaging and why I am not healing and why I am not receiving clients and working and earning in abundance. And it had everything to do with my mindset and my limiting beliefs about myself, my lack of self-confidence and my codependency. And in that moment, I knew that there was no other option but to do that work. And I signed up with him and I spent the most money that I have ever spent on investing in myself or anything else aside from my car. 
And I was a little scared at first, but then when it came down to it, when he finally disclosed the price of my program, I thought to myself, this is so worth it. Anything is worth getting the life that I want back. Anything is worth getting out of this low, low place. And I had no hesitation to invest that amount of money in myself because there was no other option. I had tried all of the other plans. I had tried all of the quick fixes. I had applied to every job that felt like it would fill the void. I had done other programs that were more affordable but didn't get to the roots of my pain. And this was the only option and I knew it. And so I signed up and we started doing the work and it was really, really powerful. Diving into emotional work and a little bit of energy work and um, all of the things that go with that really changed my physical health almost immediately. And I, I want to acknowledge that, yes, in tandem, I had started a different treatment for my Hashimoto's, but the, the weight that came off of my shoulders came from doing all of that inner work within myself and finding this perfect blend and synergy of addressing the physical, the emotional, and the spiritual. And so I started to journey with this coach, and within six weeks, I had a client base and I had run a free challenge in March. Things really started to pick up and I started to create bigger goals for myself. I knew that I wanted to move out. I was considering still moving out of state. I don't love the winters in New Jersey. So whatever the move was going to be, I knew I needed to be by myself for a while and just get away and really take time to be alone after a year of hell. <laughs> so in March, I wrote down my move out goal, my move out date, and I wrote it down on March 22nd, and I created a move out date for May 22nd, which was two months later, and it was pretty uh, far-fetched for where I was at financially. But I believe that with God, all things are possible, and that was going to be my move-out date. And I was going to put this co-creation and manifestation to the test with God by my side. And I wrote it down and went for it. And by April, I was a full-time health coach. I had a huge breakthrough emotionally for myself and really worked through codependence, worked through the reason why I was shaming myself and angry with myself and angry with God and all of the emotional stuff that went with that really dark season just a few months prior, I had worked through it and therefore was more empowered to serve my clients and started having extremely powerful coaching calls. I became certified in the method that I use most, which is parts and memory therapy or memory reconsolidation. And my coaching took a total 180 in the best way possible, combining emotional healing with integrated nutrition and spiritual connection in order to make my clients' lives their medicine, just like I had made my own life my medicine. Because it wasn't until I had tuned into my own intuition and trusted myself that I really started to make change. 
And that was the missing piece was the trust that I had within myself because my experiences had taught me that I couldn't trust myself, that in the past when I trusted myself, it didn't work out. And the decision to commit to this coaching program for myself felt completely different than any other big decisions I had made before. It felt totally peaceful, totally aligned, and I knew that God was pointing me in this direction. So I start on this journey, right? And I, I do all of the work and now it's the end of April. And I find an apartment. I find my dream apartment. I'm on Facebook Marketplace and I'm scrolling through and I'm still debating like, do I wanna stay here? Do I wanna go? Where do I wanna go? And I found this apartment and it's like one of those, you know it when you see it moments. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, this is my place. So it ended up being a sublease situation, which was absolutely perfect because the amount of time that was um, th that the sublease lasted for was exactly the amount of months plus a little bit extra of rent I would have saved at this point doing um, things with my business. And I also was up to full-time income so I could afford. So I had this safety net. I, I knew I was capable of doing it. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna do it. And then they asked me when my move-in date would be. And I told them May 22nd. <laughs> and in that moment, I knew that I was completely aligned with the next step that God wanted me to take in my life. I felt super excited. And May was just a complete whirlwind, a kick-ass month. I lost by that point over accumulation of those couple of months, lost about 10 pounds and um, planned for my move out. I moved out and I am here in Greenville, South Carolina. It was tough to really decide if I wanted to leave or not because I did build that client base, but through working with my coach, he helped me to see that this is actually an expansion. It's not losing anything. And that was a really big moment for me was when he asked me that tough question of, when did this become a loss? When did this opportunity become a loss? And I was like, whoa, that was really powerful. It's not a loss. I'm gaining everything and nothing's permanent and I can come home whenever I want to. So I created this version and this life where I get to coach my clients virtually from my dream apartment here in South Carolina, but also get to come home once a month and teach my workshop, my, my Movement for Your Mind workshop. And I plan to expand that and start one here in South Carolina and hopefully other places in the future and just expand the community of Soma Sonder rather than limit myself to the tri-state area which was a huge realization and something that really lit a spark underneath in me to just go for this thing. So by May, I am like, okay, I'm ready to launch and live my best life. And I got my energy back by then. By April, I'm starting to feel a little bit better, but here I'm like getting my energy back and I'm stepping into full alignment and I'm moving out and Within my first couple of weeks of being here, I have lost a little bit more weight, which that's not the main focus, but it is to say that I had been waiting to shed this weight for so long, and I knew ultimately I was doing all the right things, and it was an emotional thing. If you struggle to lose weight, sometimes it can be purely emotional, something that you're holding on to emotionally. And so for me, changing my environment and stepping out of the environment that made me sick was exactly what I needed to heal. And 
there is a quote that says you can't heal in the environment that made you sick and I think that's so true from this experience leaving and just feeling my energy and my the life in me revive has been so eye-opening and I'm so glad that I did that and by the end of May I planned my first retreat with my clients and we are going hiking and staying in this cute little cabin and staying in an awesome area. There's going to be waterfalls and we're going to do yoga and all of these things. And we're doing that this summer and we have nine people going and that is just amazing to me. I'm so excited for that. But that's not something that I dreamed I would do for probably a few years from now. I didn't even know that I would have a community that would want to invest in something like that and they do and they're amazing and we've grown so close over the past few months working together individually and in a group setting it's just a great tight-knit community of women who are putting in the work and they are investing in themselves financially energetically emotionally spiritually physically they are investing in themselves and we're working together so that they can find new levels of freedom as well and create their dream life if you're interested in joining that community of women, I have three spots open for new clients for the month of June. And the process goes a little bit like this. You'll reach out to me. You'll send me a DM or an email, which info is linked in the show notes below. And we'll set up a time to do a virtual coffee date or a connection call. And we'll just chat. We'll do a couple of calls and just chat about where you're at and where you want to go and how I might be able to support you on your journey. If you want physical and emotional and spiritual freedom and to up-level your life and to create your dream life, ultimately making your life your medicine, I really want to talk with you because I can now take you up the mountain that I've been up. I've been there. I've been in your shoes. I've been trapped. I've been depressed. I have been sick and tired and sick and tired of being sick and tired and broke and brokenhearted. And now I have found freedom. I have found abundance. I have found joy. I have found alignment, health, happiness, contentment. And I'm living my dream life while I'm earning the most that I've ever earned. And I'm living in full alignment with the will that God has for my life. And that's the most important thing for me is to be in alignment with my purpose and ultimately all of that came through doing the inner work and looking at my past. I heard something yesterday that said, you can't understand the scene of your life unless you rewind the movie. If you have no context for the now, you're not going to understand why anything's happening or why you do what you do, which is where our inconsistencies come up. And so for me, I didn't know why I was getting more and more sick, why I was continuing to put on the weight, feeling fatigued, feeling depressed. I didn't know until I went back and I realized that, whoa, I am severely codependent. I have a lot to forgive myself for and shame to let go of and guilt. And as soon as I forgave myself for the past and I stepped out of codependency and knew exactly what I needed to do to break that, which was to get away by myself to a brand new place where I knew nobody, and take that next step to up-leveling my life and believing that I could do this by myself without anybody else, without anybody else's help financially or physically or I have emotional support, but knowing that I could emotionally support myself through that and I wasn't going to fall apart if I made that drastic life change was so important for me to know. 
And because I decided to invest in myself and do that work, I am now living in the most joyful and abundant and exciting season of my life where just a few short months ago, this was only a dream that was pushed off to the next chapter of life, whether that was years or, or months or however long it was going to be. I certainly didn't dream of it happening so quickly. So that's where I'm at now. <laughs> and the journey continues on. I am living in full freedom, full freedom with my nutrition, full freedom with my movement, full freedom with my finances, full freedom with my time and my business. And I love what I do. And I know this is my calling and I'm not putting any pressure on myself. There's no pressure to stay or to go after my sublease is over. I can stay if I want. I can come back home if I want. I'm not putting pressure on myself to make that decision right away because something that I've learned along this process that's super important is that it's okay not to know and that's something that I've struggled with a long time. A lot of us like certainty and security and we're like, okay, cool, Like I trust that God's going to provide, but if he could just guarantee this one thing that would let me sit back and relax a little bit more and that's not how true, authentic fully employed faith works. You have to step out into it and believe that something's going to happen even though that you, you haven't seen the result yet. You haven't harvested the fruit. You have to believe it's going to happen. That's how faith works. That's how, if you want to call it manifestation, if you want to call it answered prayer, God is working with you if you will step out in faith and grab his hand and come up to the next staircase. He's trying to pull you up there, but your doubt and your limiting belief is leaving you on that ground level floor. It's time to up level by co-creating and partnering with his will for your life so that you can really step into the person that you're supposed to be. So if you're struggling today and you're in a low place or maybe you're living your best life, wherever you're at, I just want you to know that there are so many people who relate to you and are with you and see you and hear you and validate you in whatever season of life you're in. And I just want to thank you for listening to my story. It's not done yet. It's just beginning. But I am so grateful for the journey that I've been on for the past six months and really the past year. But the one thing that I can say is that investing in myself with my time and my money and my energy was the most important decision that I've ever made in my life. And if you're on the fence about making that decision for yourself, whether that's working with me or investing in therapy or another coach or whatever it is that you're on the edge about, you're on the fence about, I just want you to know that it's okay to go ahead and jump off that cliff. There's a safety net underneath of you and it's called faith. So do it. Go take the jump. And I can't wait to see what's on the other side for you. I'm super excited. If you liked this podcast, don't forget to share it. It really, really helps the podcast grow. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some amazing guests, some more coaches sharing their experience about mindset, about fitness. So we're about to spice things up over here, and I'm excited to share it with you. So until we talk again, be well and be safe. I have so much love and gratitude in my heart for each and every one of you who religiously listens to the show and shares it and supports and is a part of the community. It means the world to me. Thanks for allowing me to open up a little bit more today and share some things with you. Be well. I'll talk to you soon.
Hey you, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you heard, remember to take a screenshot and share it on IG and tag me at Soma Sonder. Leave a like and a review. It helps the show grow tremendously and builds our community. As always, the DMs are open and I'd love to connect and have a deeper conversation with you. Until next time, go live boundless, babe.